Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now, in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hey, this is Doc Washburn, and I am filling in for Mark Levin uh, from Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. I, you know what? I can't hear myself, but you guys can hear me, right? You guys can hear me, right? Okay, fantastic. I'm on the air. That's what I thought. I don't have to hear myself as long as you can hear myself. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm Doc Washburn. I am from KARN in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, that is one of uh, Mark's many, many affiliates. He's on almost 400 radio stations, and I'm delighted to be filling in for my buddy Mark Levin, the great one, uh, the night before Thanksgiving. Um, I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. I spent a lot of time in Panama City, Florida, been on radio both places, and I'm delighted to be in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, where everybody loves a, Bill Go- uh, a good Bill Clinton impersonation. Now, look, I'm getting sick and tired of this. I am sick and tired of this knuckle-dragging, neoconservative, Cro-Magnon man, Doc Washburn, impersonate me all the time. I am feeling my own pain right now. Anyway, what I would like to do to start off the show today, I want to address the upcoming Inspector General report on how the Russian collusion hoax began and how it played out and the ongoing investigations of the coup attempt against President Trump by Attorney General William Barr and U.S. Attorney John Durham. Now, we know the IG report is coming out Monday, December 9th, because Senator Lindsey Graham broke the news on Sean Hannity's show on Fox recently, and that has been confirmed. Now, Senator Graham, who is the chairman of the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee, also said that Michael Horowitz, Inspector General for the United States Department of Justice, is going to appear before the Senate Judiciary Committee two days later, Wednesday, December 11th, to explain his report and answer questions about it. But recently, I don't know if you notice this, uh, probably if you're a normal human being and you're not all over social media like I am, maybe you haven't. But those of you who are on Facebook, Twitter, or whatever, a lot of respected conservative commentators have been really trying to tamp down our expectations on the long-awaited Inspector General report on Russiagate, FISAgate, the coup attempt, whatever you want to call it. Now, some of these respected conservative commentators say, yeah, some low-level FBI employees might be criticizing Horowitz's report, but don't be surprised if Horowitz refrains from referring any of the big names for indictment or even the low-level guys for that matter. Some of these same conservative pundits. Now, we're talking here about people who agree with you and me that President Trump is doing a great job, who agree with you and me that we are looking forward to him being reelected. But still, some of these same people are telling us, eh, don't expect anything to come from Barr and Durham's investigations either. They're all deep state. The bad guys are going to continue to get away with what they've always gotten away with. And it kind of reminds me when I first came to Arkansas back in 2014, and people were like, Doc, uh, look, we love you, buddy, but... um, We've been here all our lives, and you just may as well face it, uh, Hillary Clinton's going to be the next president. 
And of course, this was like a year before uh, Donald Trump entered the race. Everybody thought, yeah, Jeb Bush is going to be our nominee. He's going to lay down just like Romney did for Obama. Hillary's going to be the next president. Oh, I dread the day. But uh, you, you may as well may as well face it. Okay, now look, let, let me let me talk turkey here. Uh, pun intended, the day before Thanksgiving. Do you really think when President Trump interviewed William Barr for the attorney general job, you really think he told him, eh, just let the bad guys walk? Do you really think after Donald Trump leaves office after eight years, not four, after eight years, leaves office January 20th, 2025, do you really think Donald Trump wants to have to look over his shoulder the rest of his life to see if really bad guys like John Brennan are following him? Now, now you may be thinking, well, of course not, Duck. I don't think that. But, but William Barr's deep state. Uh, there's nothing Trump can do about it. Really? Okay, l- let's think about this now. Let's break this down, because I'm sure there are a lot of people with the sound of my voice who are like, well, yeah, that's what makes sense to me. Let me ask you something then. You don't think President Trump has the power, the willingness, and the authority to fire people if he, th- he thinks they need to go? I mean, for whatever reason. Allow me to introduce you to Reince Priebus, John Kelly, Kirsten Nielsen, H.R. McNaster, John Bolton, Sean Spicer, Anthony Scaramucci, the Mooch, James Mattis, Richard V. Spencer, Tom Price, Ryan Zinke, Sally Yates, Rex Tillerson, Too Tall Jim Comey. Uh, do any of those names ring a bell to you? Do you honestly think that Attorney General William Barr and U.S. attorneys like uh, Durham and Huber serving under him? would still have their jobs if they weren't getting the job done for President Trump? Now, let me tell you another reason the conservative doomsayers don't make sense to me. First of all, they seem to be basing their opinions on recent articles from CNN, the New York Times, and other mainstream media outlets who, A, admit they haven't actually seen the IG report, B, use unnamed sources, and C, are the same mainstream media outlets who told us for a couple of years that Trump conspired with the Russians to steal the 2016 presidential election, and they had the proof, and they'd seen the proof. So why would you believe them now? I mean, there's a reason Trump calls them the fake news media, right? Now, you may be saying, but, but Doc, but Doc, we're less than a year from the next presidential election, and nobody has been held accountable. Why is this taking so long? Well, let me help you out with that. There's an old saying, if you're going to shoot at the king, you better not miss. Now, in this case, the king is the deep state. You remember what Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said right before President Trump took office January 2017? I can hear it I get ringing in my ears. If you're going to go against the intelligence community, they have six different ways from Sunday to get back at you. Well, indeed they do. Former CIA Director John Brennan told CNN's captive audience in airport waiting areas around the country for two years that Donald Trump was going to prison. So maybe it took time to weed out a lot of the bad guys in the deep state while the good guys were doing the tireless work of investigating and putting together an airtight case to take the federal court. I mean, I mean, we talk about William Barr and John Durham, U.S. attorney out of Connecticut working for William Barr doing the Spygate investigation. But but John Huber. U.S. attorney in Utah is hardly ever mentioned these days. Did you hear that Attorney General William Barr announced several months ago that Huber isn't actually investigating 
Hillary and the Clinton Foundation? I'm sure Mark has talked about it, but it always amazes me when things like that come out and it just goes over most people's heads. Yeah, I mean, Huber's been investigating Hillary and the Clinton Foundation since 2017. Speaking of investigating the Clinton Foundation, make sure you're listening at the top of the second hour because I have a scoop for you on that. But if you really want to believe the same anonymous sources that told the New York Times, CNN, and MSNBC that Mueller was going to take Trump down, that the walls were closing in for two years, go ahead. I think I'll go with more credible sources, people who aren't afraid to go on the record, people like... uh, Former U.S. Attorney Joe DeGeneva, former Acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker, current Attorney General William Barr, former U.S. Attorney and Mayor of New York City Rudy Giuliani. Oh, and and one more name you might be familiar with, President Donald J. Trump. To believe the conservative doomsayers who base everything on the unnamed sources of the fake news media, you would have to believe that Joe DeGeneva, Matthew Whitaker, William Barr, Rudy Giuliani, and yes, you'd have to believe Donald Trump. You'd have to believe all these people are lying. Now, were you listening recently when Mark interviewed a gentleman named Lee Smith about his new book, The Plot Against the President, the true story of how Congressman Devin Nunes uncovered the biggest political scandal in U.S. history? The book goes into great detail about how laws were broken by senior officials of the Obama administration in their efforts to get Donald Trump. It names names. Have you heard what President Trump said to Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade and Ainsley Earhart on the Fox and Friends morning show last Friday? I want to get to that here in a little bit. Uh, But first, I want to share with you what happened on CNN last Thursday. When the IG report was finished, the inspector general was required by law to share with anybody implicated in it just the part of the report that implicated that particular person, and only that part. So last week, one of these FBI guys implicated in Horowitz's IG report, which is coming out again December 9th, apparently decided to leak to CNN something along the lines of, uh oh, looks like I'm in trouble for uh, like uh, falsifying a document to a FISA court. Uh oh, my attorneys told me I'm in trouble. So what's really fun is listening to guys in the fake news media like Wolf Blitzer sweating bullets because they're having to cover a story that they have been trying to ignore and downplay for several years. So we've got the um, President Trump saying some very fiery things about what to expect from the IG report coming up. We also have Wolf Blitzer, Evan Perez, and uh, some of my New York City listeners tonight might know the name Preet Bharara, former U.S. Attorney, Southern District of New York. we got all that coming up. As the Mark Levin Show continues, I'm Doc Washburn. Just delighted to be filling in for my buddy, the great one, Mark Levin. And we got more coming up straight ahead on The Mark Levin Show. Mark Levin. You hear me talk about Hillsdale College a lot, about its rigorous classical liberal arts curriculum, about its exceptionally bright and patriotic students. 175 years ago, 
Hillsdale College was founded with a mission defined by four enduring purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom. While many institutions have lost their way, Hillsdale College maintains an unwavering commitment to learning, character, faith, and freedom. I've also talked about the great Dr. Larry Arn, the president of Hillsdale College. He's one of the finest Americans I've ever known. And he explains that these four purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom, remain inseparable in the activity of education at Hillsdale College. He says, learning is difficult and takes more than talent. It takes hard work, which requires character. Freedom is essential for learning, but it is fragile and constantly under threat, so its principles must be studied by all for the sake of its defense. At Hillsdale, faith and learning are integrated toward God because he is the first authority. Folks, if you've ever wondered why I love Hillsdale College, now you know. Visit hillsdale.edu, that's hillsdale.edu, for more information. Hillsdale College, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. Remember, that's hillsdale.edu, hillsdale.edu. Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin, the great one, and delighted to be here, too. Uh, what we've been talking about to start off the show here is my uh, being perplexed at fellow conservatives, people who are looking forward to reelecting this president uh, November 3rd next year, but who are just wringing their hands or just trying to get everybody ready for a big nothing burger when it comes to the inspector general's report on the FISA gate abuses and, and who knows what else coming out uh, uh, Monday, December 9th. Uh, some of these people, as a matter of fact, are even saying that uh, William Barr and uh, John Durham, they're, they're just not going to just not going to go through with it. You know, nobody's going to be held accountable. And this all seems to have really been ratcheted up in the last week or so by some articles from CNN, you know, likely likely sources, CNN, uh, New York Times, Washington Post, saying, eh, doesn't look like it's going to be a big deal. New York Times, New York Times just posted something a little bit ago saying that the IG report is going to say um, that the FBI did not, did not, try to place an informant into the Trump campaign. Well, nobody said they did. But anyway, 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 anyway. yeah, let's deny something nobody's saying. Um, I, I, I want you to hear um, Wolf Blitzer sweating bullets because he's having to finally address a story he's been trying to ignore and downplay for several years. Uh, if, we, uh, if we have uh, cut number seven uh, ready, let's go. We've got some breaking news uh, that we're following right now. Our senior justice correspondent Evan Perez is learning new information about the origins of the Russia probe and what uh, there's somebody uh, under investigation right now. Yeah, Wolf would rather have had somebody filling in for him that day, I think. All right, here's Evan Perez. Cut eight, go. That's right, Wolf. This is an investigation that began uh, and was found as part of the, uh, the probe that's being done by uh, Michael Horowitz, the inspector general for the, for the Justice Department. And what he found was that there was a, a, an, empl- an employee at the FBI who altered a document that was used in the preparation for one of the FISA warrants, one of the warrants, uh, surveillance warrants that was uh, done against Carter Page, who was the Trump campaign aide. OK, now, how did Evan Perez know that? Nobody in Inspector General Horowitz's office leaked it. 
Must have been the FBI guy who's in trouble. All right, cut nine, go. This document, whatever changes were made, uh, was substantive enough to change the meaning of the document. We don't know a lot more about it. We don't know, for instance, whether without this change, the FISA would have been approved or, or not. But it, it is a substantive change that was made to this document. And Michael Horowitz confronted uh, this uh, FBI employee during one of the interviews that was done uh, as part of this review. And that person admitted to making that change. So now this is part of a criminal investigation that's being done by John Durham, who is the prosecutor in Connecticut, who was appointed by Bill Barr, the attorney general, to do a, a wide ranging review of everything that was used, all the intelligence that was gathered to begin what became the Mueller investigation. OK, wait. Horowitz discovered the FBI guy, altered the document, confronted the guy. The guy admitted it, resigned. And Horowitz then turned everything over to Durham to be part of his criminal investigation. What? All the doomsayers keep telling us Horowitz is, is deep state. What? I thought he's deep state. Cut 10. Go. Uh, again, this is an altered document. There's a lot we don't know about this employee and what the motivations were. But it, but it is a big deal, obviously, for you to make a, a, a change to a document, to alter it in any way. And that's why it's so under FBI agents under investigation. It's clearly this is going to reverberate and provide ammunition to the president and his allies that this whole Russia investigation w was criminally wrong. You see, that's what matters to Wolf Blitzer. Oh, no. Ammunition for the president and his allies that Obama's intel community broke the law to go after him. Oh, no, we don't want that. Well, Wolfie, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Cut 11, go. Uh, exactly. I mean, look, this is exactly what uh, people close to the president have been saying, that uh, the FBI committed wrongdoing in starting this investigation. And so uh, the question now, of, obviously, is is what are the details are, are going to be part of the, the Horowitz report that's going to be released on December 9th? And, and how much political hay the, the president's allies are going to make about it. Now, isn't that remarkable? Isn't that remarkable? So many conservative pundits are assuring us the Horowitz report is going to be a big nothing burger. But these guys at CNN last Thursday clearly seriously worried over just one FBI guy being held accountable. And the report isn't, isn't even out yet. But you haven't heard anything yet. After the bottom of the hour break here, because we got to go to a hard break here uh, momentarily. After the hard uh, break, we're going to hear from the former U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. And um, <laughs> I got to tell you, he's really, I mean, they bring him on. He is an Obama partisan. They, they bring him on um, to try to spin things, but he can't do it. His name is Preet Bharara, and we'll hear from him, and we'll also hear from uh, Donald Trump from Fox and Friends last Friday morning. And I think I'm going to blow this whole idea to smithereens that the Horowitz report will be a big nothing burger. I'm Doc Washburn. More coming up on The Mark Levin Show. Liberty and learning. In a healthy democracy, these two things are mutually supportive. In America today, however, that bond is broken. To help repair the breach, Hillsdale College has launched the Van Andel Graduate School of Government in the nation's capital. And unlike other graduate programs, Hillsdale teaches politics as a human activity oriented toward justice. A series of choices guided in the best case by right principles, but made in ever-changing circumstances that require prudence to achieve the best attainable results. Hillsdale's curriculum combines the careful reading of primary sources and serious historical inquiry. Students learn how to apply the principles of free government 
and advance the cause of constitutionalism in the context of ever-changing circumstances. Hillsdale's new Van Andel School of Government is a program unlike any other in Washington, D.C. Hillsdale College, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. Learn more at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Hey, Doc Washburn from KARN, Mark's affiliate in Little Rock, Arkansas, filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, this evening, and delighted to be here, uh, honored to be filling in from a buddy, Mark. Uh, we have been discussing here, in hour one, we've been discussing here in hour one uh, the idea that a lot of people who are big fans of this president, can't wait to vote to reelect him next year, but they're like, doggone it. You know, I'm getting sick and tired of waiting on the IG report, and, well, it's going to be a big nothing burger anyway. Nothing's going to happen. Let me just tell you something. Let me quote the great philosopher Jackson Brown. Don't think it won't happen just because it hasn't happened yet. Now, what I'm trying to do is present to you evidence. And, and by the way, by the way, as Mr. Voice Guy said, if you want to talk to us, the lines are open at 877-381-3811. What I've been trying to start to present to you is evidence that the IG report is going to be substantial, number one, and number two, William Barr and John Durham are not deep state, and they are hard at work investigating crimes. Now, we started off for the bottom of the hour break with a very um, <clears throat> tense and worried Wolf Blitzer over at CNN. I, I know you're thinking probably CNN. I'm not familiar with their work. What, what, what is CNN? Um, if you've ever been in an airport, um, it's, it's, it's the cable access channel in airports across America that they have a, um, a captive audience and you have to watch this CNN thing. What? You could pick it up on your cable at home? Come on. These guys, these guys, these guys. Oh, Mr. Producer, Mr. Call Screener, you, you guys are full of joke. Well, you're serious. Really? We'll have to check that out sometime. Anyway, so we, we have the sound bites from last Thursday as the news broke that there's an FBI guy that was implicated, implicated that Inspector General Michael Horowitz, you know, the guy everybody says is going to be a nothing burger, his report. He found out this FBI guy. No, I, I didn't say his name. I did not say Kevin Kleinsmith. Anyway, um, found out that this FBI guy had altered a document to uh, allegedly get a FISA report. And um, so Wolf is troubled, and Evan Perez, his, his correspondent guy, is troubled. And then, and then they introduce one of their many legal experts, a guy named Preet Barara, who used to be U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York under Barack Obama, and uh, which you you can't, you, I mean, you you have to be lockstep with with Barack to to get a job like that, and he, I mean, he. Is very anti-Trump, very pro whoever the liberals are. But he's having a rough time when they introduce him. Uh, Preet Bharara, cut 12, go. 
Let me bring Preet Bharara, the uh, former U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. What's your reaction, Preet? And so now remember, Preet Bharara, hyperpartisan, big Obama guy. You don't get to be U.S. attorney in New York City under Obama if you're not with him on the same page. So Wolf brings him on, hoping against hope. Preet Bharara can spin it, but he can't. Cut 13. Go. Well, that's kind of an alarming uh, bit of news. Uh, obviously, based on what Evan is saying, there's a lot we don't know. But, but given the description he has provided, if there was an FBI agent sworn to uphold the Constitution who uh, can be proven to have altered a document in connection with a legal proceeding, including the obtaining of a FISA warrant, that, that's really serious. It doesn't get a lot more serious than that. Okay, what do you, what do you think Obama's former U.S. attorney, Southern District of New York, what do you think is going through his mind? Preet Bharara doesn't sound too happy to me at this point, does he to you? Okay, cut 14, go. Um, I'd like to know the details of, of what the nature of the change was, if there's a mistake in some way. Um, you know, based on that reporting, it doesn't sound like it was. I want to keep an open mind about it, but, but that's not a good thing. It's a terrible thing. You know, we, law enforcement agents and prosecutors who work with them are sworn to uphold the Constitution, sure, but actually even exceed the protections in the Constitution. They have to be of the utmost integrity and the utmost candor, and when, especially you're making a, representat- a representation to the court, which is what an, a FISA application is, uh, it's got to be on the up and up. And I know there's been a lot of you know, political fighting about whether or not th- there was proper candor. And there was this back and forth with the House, uh, it, it, within the House Intelligence Committee when the positions were reversed between Devin Nunes and uh, Adam Schiff. And that looked like a lot of politics. This particular thing that Evan Perez has just broken the story on uh, does sound serious to me. Does sound serious. Preet Bharara, Barack Obama's former U.S. attorney, Southern District of New York, he knows he cannot spin this. And he probably also has a pretty good idea that this one implicated FBI guy is just the tip of the iceberg, that he didn't do this on his own. And I find it remarkable that these guys at CNN who get a call from Jeff Zucker, the head of CNN, at 9 o'clock every morning. we got to get Trump. we got to get Trump. we got to get Trump. Here they are last Thursday afternoon going, crap. Oh, no. I mean, how do we, I mean, what do we, no, I'd rather not talk about it. Well, we got to talk about it. Okay, yeah, but how can we spin it? Well, you can't spin it. <laughs> and if you think, if you think that's something, just wait. Now, look, before we go to the calls, before we go to the calls at 877-381-3811, I just want to tell you something. And we'll, 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 we'll get to uh, President Trump on, on, on Fox and Friends last Friday morning. But I, I, just, I just want to tell you something. If you're impatient, I'll bet you I was impatient before you were impatient. And I'll give you the proof. July 31st, 2018, uh, Jeff Sessions, then Attorney General, did a call-in on my show because he was coming to Arkansas. And I was supposed to ask him um, about a school safety uh, seminar he was coming to in Arkansas and about a religious uh, freedom initiative that he had just announced the day before. And then I asked him a question which I felt duty-bound to ask him uh, that I knew all my listeners wanted to know the answer to. 
and um, it and he was not expecting it. This was not part of the deal. Um, the last question that I asked Jeff Sessions is uh, on cut number. And again, this was July 31st, 2018, when he was still firmly attorney general coming to Arkansas. The last question I asked Jeff Sessions, which he was not prepared for, is cut number 15, go. Attorney General Jeff Sessions is going to be in Arkansas tomorrow. Sir, I know your time is tight. I've got one more question for you. Uh, As Secretary of State Hillary Clinton sent and received a lot of classified intel over unsecured email server. FBI Director Comey changed his characterization of what she did from gross negligence, which is the legal definition of a crime, to extreme carelessness, so he could say she didn't have to be prosecuted. She deleted 30,000 emails under subpoena and had her staff destroy blackberries with hammers. My listeners here in Arkansas who know the Clintons well are convinced that she's never going to be held accountable for any of her crimes. Are they right or wrong? Now, I asked that question because I was impatient, my listeners were impatient, and I wanted to know, are you guys ever going to do anything? And Jeff Sessions, God bless him, um, you need to hear his answer, and that is cut number 16, go. Well, let me just say it this way. There's been a lot of testimony uh, about that. There will probably be more before Congress, and uh, we do have... Of persons who are able to examine that and are doing so, but I'm not going to comment uh, on anything like that today. You know, that's been made public. We know what the issues are, and, and people have their own opinions about it. Ongoing investigations are ongoing investigations, but uh, I would have been remiss in my duty if I didn't at least ask the question. Now, what I didn't catch, what I didn't catch until we uh, played it back like a week later, was the part where he said, we do have persons who are able to examine that and are doing so. And then a year later, we find out from William Barr, Attorney General, that John Huber, Salt Lake City, Utah, is investigating Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation, and uh, apparently has been investigating them since uh, 2017. Now, at the top of the next hour, I got more about the Clinton Foundation investigation, which I think will probably be a scoop for you. But um, um, but I, I've got a, a bunch of callers. Um, let's see. Uh, Justin, Rich, do I have time to grab a caller before the break? Yeah, let, let me let me go ahead and grab. Uh, um, let's go with uh, uh, John in Madison, Ohio. You're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. What's up, John? Hey, Doc. First of all, to all your staff and your family, uh, have yourself a great Thanksgiving tomorrow. The question I want to ask is, you know how the term shift rolls downhill? Bad pun, sorry. But Adam, Adam Schiff rolls downhill, yeah. Uh, do you think, because the reason why the liberals are so scared and a lot of these talking uh, conservative pundits are, are actually never Trumpers, but do you think, because, like you said, the tip of the iceberg with that FBI agent, do you think a lot of this will also land on Adam Schiff for obstruction of justice? And I'll hang up and listen for your answer again. God bless you. God bless your family, and God bless our military. Take care God, God bless you, John, and happy Thanksgiving. Um, obviously, uh, never Trumpers, you know, whether they're Republicans in name only or, or you know, or, or out-and-out liberal Democrats, of course they're scared to be proven wrong. You, you could hear it in Wolf Blitzer's voice. You could hear it in, in Preet Bharara's voice, former U.S. Attorney, Southern District of New York, on, on CNN and in the cuts we played a little bit ago. Um, the, 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 the thing that I'm trying to 
do is reach out to people who are pro-Trump, but have just basically resigned themselves to the idea that nothing is going to happen. I'm trying to present to you evidence to hold out some hope. I'm not trying to get your hopes up, but when you hear the CNN guys as worried as they were, in a little bit we'll play some uh, play some cuts from President Trump from uh, Fox and Friends uh, from last Friday morning. <laughs> I mean, uh, he seems pretty confident, and so he he doesn't often predict things and then you know, turns out to be wrong. So I think we should probably be as confident as President Trump is about the oncoming Inspector General report of the FISA court abuse. um, And of course, the uh, uh, William Barr, John Durham, and yes, John Huber investigations. More of your calls coming up at 877-381-3811. The doc, uh, (laughs) Pardon me. The Mark Levin Show. See, I'm used to doing it on my own show in Little Rock, Arkansas. The Mark Levin Show continues with Doc Washburn filling in. Mark Levin. Since its founding in 1844, Hillsdale College has provided students with sound learning of the kind essential to preserving our civil and religious liberty. Now, I want to tell you about Imprimus the free monthly speech digest of Hillsdale College. Imprimus is dedicated to educating citizens and promoting civil and religious liberty by covering important cultural, economic, political, and educational issues. First published in 1972, Imprimus is one of America's most widely read publications in support of liberty, with more subscribers, 3.9 million, than the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. And recent Imprimus publications have addressed issues like free speech, the regulation of big tech, mental illness, and the American medical insurance system. And because America's founding principles are so important, Hillsdale offers Imprimus absolutely free of charge to anyone who requests it. That's right. You can subscribe to Imprimus for free. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to visit imprimus.hillsdale.edu for your free subscription. That's Imprimus, I-M-P-R-I-M-I-S dot Hillsdale dot E-D-U. Welcome to Hillsdale. I can dig it. I can dig it. Doc Washburn filling in for Mark Levin, the great one. Saying happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, Trying to put forth the idea that maybe all the conservative pundits who tell us the uh, IG report is going to be a big nothing burger are wrong. Uh, That maybe... All the folks who say, eh, William Barr, John Durham, they're deep state. They're not going to die to anybody. Maybe they're wrong. Um, I give to you uh, exhibit. Well, it wouldn't be exhibit A. We've had a bunch of exhibits. Maybe this is exhibit G or whatever. Um, Donald Trump on Fox and Friends with uh, Brian Kilmeade, Steve Ducey, and Ainsley Earhart last Friday morning. Cut one. Go. What you're going to see, I predict, will be perhaps the biggest scandal in the history of our country. Political scandal. Um, it doesn't sound like President Trump is trying to tamp down your expectations for that IG report coming up Monday, December 9th, does it? Okay, Donald Trump on Fox and Friends, cut to go. So you have a Pfizer report coming out, which the word is, it's historic. That's what the word is. That's what I hear. And if it's historic, 
You're going to see something. Historic. Historic. So, again, all these, God bless them, pro-Trump, conservative commentators who are like, hey, nothing's going to happen. Well, now, wait a minute. We're not talking about never-Trumpers here, you know? Um, we're talking about pro-Trumpers. Why, why don't you believe what the president is saying? Come on, guys. Get, get on the bandwagon here. Donald Trump is not trying to reduce your expectations for this uh, IG report coming out Monday, December 9th. All right, uh, cut three of Donald Trump on Fox and Friends. Cut three, go. Perhaps even more importantly, you have uh, Durham coming out shortly thereafter. He's the U.S. attorney, and he's already announced it's criminal. And uh, we'll see what happens. Mr. But President. I'll tell you what, you have, a, you have a lot of very, very bad people. And, you know, a lot of people say deep state. Right. I, I don't like to use the word deep state. I just say they're really bad, sick people. Indeed. Steve Ducey has a question on cut four. Go. Dealing at the highest levels of government, they were spying on my campaign. This is my opinion. I said it a long time ago. Remember when I put out a tweet and I talked about the wiretapping in quotes, meaning modern day version of whatever wiretapping may be. And uh, all hell broke loose. Well, how high did it go, Mr. President? How high did it go? Your well, opinion. I think personally, I think it goes all the way, okay, because I think it's impossible. To Barack Obama. <laughs> you want to hear the answer to that? Goes all the way to Barack Obama, the, the coup attempt against you? All right. Uh, Fox and Friends, uh, Trump, last Friday morning, cut five, go. To Barack Obama. Brennan and for Clapper and for all of these losers that you had over there, I think it's impossible for them to be doing things. And let's see what it all says. But right. it's impossible. Susan Rice, uh, the person that worked at the United Nations, who went after Pfizer reports and went after reports like uh, she ate them for lunch. And, you know, you look at the previous administration, they, they went after like a few. And she was getting them by, at levels but, that nobody's ever even imagined before. And it had nothing to do with her. Now, I think this goes to the highest level. I hate to say it. I think it's a disgrace. Uh, they thought I was going to win, and they said, how could we stop him? They wrote up the phony fake dossier, the disgusting fake dossier, and they tried to have it put out prior to the election just to show you how incompetent they were. They spent millions and millions of dollars. Hillary Clinton paid for it, and the Democrats. Okay, so he says, I believe this coup attempt against me goes all the way to the top of the West Wing in the Obama White House. And Steve Ducey says, so to Barack Obama? And he doesn't say yes, but he doesn't say no. He trots out all these names of people doing this against him who obviously would not be able to do this against him without Barack Obama's okay. Now, coming up, your calls at 877-381-3811. Have I made the case? Maybe the IG report's not going to be a nothing burger. Uh, Also, also, at the top of the next hour, a scoop about the investigation into the Clinton Foundation. Doc Washburn and for Mark Levin. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post... Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. 
Hey, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin from uh, his affiliate KARN in Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, we have been uh, trying to establish the case that perhaps, perhaps when Michael Horowitz, the inspector general of the Justice Department's uh, report comes out Monday, December 9th on Spygate, Russia collusion hoax, coup attempt, FISA gate, whatever you want to call it, maybe it won't be a nothing burger, number one. And number two, perhaps William Barr and um, U.S. attorneys John Durham and uh, John Huber under him are actually conducting legit criminal investigations and some big names possibly will be held accountable. We've been working on that. And we have a full slate of callers who want to talk about it at 877-381-3811. But before we do that, I have to share a little story with you about the Clinton Foundation. And then we'll go to your calls. Um, I've been in Little Rock, Arkansas, a place I had never seen before they flew me in in 2014 to offer me the job. Been there since July 2014 uh, doing an afternoon drive talk show little thing we like to call News Radio 102.9 KRN. And in August of last year, we had a caller, a listener to the show, who said, Doc, I don't know what's going on, but I work at the airport, the Bill and Hillary Clinton National Airport in Little Rock, Arkansas. And um, there are a bunch of federal agents out here loading boxes onto a 757, and we have checked the numbers on the plane. It's owned by the Department of Justice. And they're getting ready to fly back to Washington, D.C. And he sent me pictures, and we put it up on the radio station's Facebook page. And so then other people got in on it and were were tracking the flight and everything. Sure enough, yeah, it's headed back. and They did it twice. Filled up uh, two 757 loads two times over two or three days with boxes of documents that they were, um, the, the the Justice Department, 757, was taking from Little Rock back to Washington, D.C. And so my producer and I are sitting there going, well, gee, I wonder what that's about. I mean, we kind of doubted it had anything to do with the uh, Arkansas State Bull Weevil Eradication Board. I mean, if it wasn't the Clinton Foundation, what could it possibly be? And we we're scratching our heads. Because um, certainly no media in Little Rock, Arkansas was talking about it. Um, the, the big newspaper in Little Rock, yeah, as far as they were concerned, the story didn't exist. The TV stations, no, nobody. You know, if a tree falls in the forest and it doesn't, nobody's there to hear it, doesn't make a sound, right? So that was just a puzzling thing for a few months. And then we get to December 13th of 2018. When uh, Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows were conducting a congressional hearing, and um, Tom Fitton, a great guy, Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton, uh, gave some testimony about the Clinton Foundation in the morning, and in the afternoon, a couple of guys named Doyle and Moynihan testified. And I never heard of them before. Uh, One of them was a former federal agent, but each one of them uh, had... A, a, a company that audited 501c3s. A lot of times they would audit 501c3s at their behest to come in and, and try to make sure that everything was, was running uh, properly, you know. 
But every once in a while, they would audit a 501c3 without their permission, without their uh, cooperation, and turn over any improprieties they would get to the feds, and that's how they would make some money if the feds decided to indict anybody. So they were there to talk about the Clinton Foundation. And they said, you know what? They said, we have photographs of FBI and IRS criminal investigation division agents hauling hundreds of boxes of documents out of the Clinton Foundation in downtown Little Rock back in August of 2018. And so when we saw, when we saw the testimony on YouTube shortly thereafter, we're like, hey, that must have been what, what the guy called in about for, 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 from the airport. Man, that is wild. As the great philosopher uh, Johnny Carson would say, that's weird. That's wild, wacky stuff. I did not know that. Did you know that, Ed? Right, sir. Yes. Hell. So anyway, and they said, um, we interviewed the chief financial officer of the Clinton Foundation, who said, yeah, it's, it's kind of a drag. Uh, uh, President Clinton uh, keeps on uh, mingling family funds with foundation funds, and we try to get him to stop, and he won't stop. And the crazy thing is this, this chief financial officer, the CFO, is, is still above ground. And uh, they even said that um, when the Clinton Foundation first got their charter, the government granted the Clinton Foundation a charter to build a library. But shortly thereafter, the Clinton Foundation started acting as an agent of foreign governments. And that a few years back, Bill Gates, big Microsoft guy, had had a falling out with Bill Clinton saying, look, um, you're going to have to get your charter changed because it's not legal for you to be doing a lot of things that you're doing. So they had a falling out, Bill Gates and Bill Clinton. And so, you know, all this stuff seemed newsworthy to us. And uh, like I say, no other Arkansas media, media was interested. It's not a story as far as they're concerned. Um, kind of like um, CNN now for a couple of years was poo-pooing the whole idea about the, uh, the you know, the Russia Gate was a, was a hoax, uh, it's a coup attempt until Thursday of last week when all of a sudden Wolf Blitzer and Evan Perez and Preet Bharara, former U.S. attorney, Southern District of New York under Obama, are having to admit Oh, this is bad, actually. This is very bad. So, so I, I say all that to say this. When you hear William Barr, Attorney General, say a few months ago um, that U.S. Attorney uh, John Huber in Utah has been investigating Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation probably since 2017, don't think that he's not actually doing that. Now, I was very impatient July of last year when I had then-Attorney General Jeff Sessions on the phone trying to get him to admit, well, is there an investigation going on? Uh, is she ever going to be held accountable? Since then, I've really read a lot about the way the government conducts investigations, and it has occurred to me that it might not be always in their best interest to admit they're doing a criminal investigation of some pretty dangerous, slippery people. Oh, okay, I get it. All right. Anyway, having said all that, uh, let's go to the phones at 877-381-3811. Uh, let's see, why don't we go with, uh, 
Reverend Green from Palm Desert, California. I'm sure it's beautiful out there. Reverend Green, welcome to the uh, Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. Your thoughts, sir? Oh, thank you, Doc. Uh, weather's getting rainy tonight, in fact, so not as good as usual. Um, <laughs> my point is I'm a long-time left-winger, so I'll be upfront on that. Uh, the FBI is well known for black bag jobs. Remember that from the Hoover era where they would, uh, like Daniel Ellsberg, they would, uh, you know, infiltrate people and try to get crimes on them that were doing stuff that anti-government, supposedly? Yeah, yeah, to try to entrap people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hoover uh, Hoover was a piece of work, man. Yeah, so I'm just saying, that, you know, if you say, okay, that's what's going on now, I believe it, you know, with Trump. But I just find it hard to believe that it's all centered on Trump. Usually it's anti-government people they do that type of stuff, too. So if it is happening with Trump, that would be shocking to the degree that's happening to somebody in power. But well, can, can, I, can, can I give you a theory on that? Um, because you're making a good point, uh, whether we're right-wing, left-wing, whatever. Um, uh, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who was coming in as Trump's national security advisor, had already said he was going to do a complete audit of the intel community where he figured that, and he had good reason to know, there were a lot of guys that weren't really pulling their weight, weren't really doing anything, might be up to some nefarious stuff like you talked about, or just showing up the office every day and, and not really doing much at all. And so you had the prospect of possibly hundreds of people in the intel community uh, losing their jobs under this guy. Uh, so Comey bragged about sending a couple of agents in to entrap Michael Flynn and take him out. And, and the idea was first get Flynn and then, and then get Trump. Uh, yeah, Trump's president. He, he's in power, but he was an outsider coming in to really do some different things and, and shake things up. Does that make sense to you? To a degree, because, again, he is that outsider. The, the one thing I want yeah. to point out as well, uh, being a left-winger, and I'm far left, I don't, I'm yeah. not a big Democrat fan. My point is that they're all corrupt. You could put this on, as you said, the Clinton Foundation. You got, uh, in fact, Trump, one of his greatest things I, I was always a supporter of him for was he said, hey, when I was a uh, businessman, I owned politicians left and right. Is that okay. the way it goes? You know, yeah. so he was he was truthful in that. But now that he's the president, I don't find it very hard to believe not that he is owned by other people. I mean, that's just the way he was admitting to it when he ran, right? Well, uh, that, I I think we all heard him say that. Uh, I don't see any evidence right now that he's owned by anybody because he's doing a lot of things that. Uh, the people who thought they knew him for years are going, okay, wait, uh, you're making us uncomfortable now. But uh, but anyway, I mean, we'll find out, and I appreciate you call, Reverend Green. We'll, we will find out December 9th when the IG report comes out what is in that, and I would caution people not just to read the summary. We're told it's going to be anywhere from 500 to 1,000 pages, um, and then on Wednesday, December 11th is when – uh, Inspector General, Justice Department, uh, Michael Horowitz is scheduled to uh, to give his testimony to the Judiciary Committee. And that's something I think we're all going to be watching. And then as far as Barr and Durham and Huber's investigations and when there will be indictments, and um, for that matter, whether Horowitz will refer anybody for an indictment, that's going to be interesting. And we don't really have a timetable on that. But we'll see. And we'll grab more of your calls at 877-381-3811, do you think the IG report is going to be a big nothing burger? Uh, do you think anything is going to come of the Barr, Durham, and Huber investigations? Will anybody be held accountable? That is coming up next as Doc Washburn fills in for the Mark Levin Show. Mark Levin.
In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Hey, it's the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in from uh, Mark's affiliate in Little Rock, Arkansas, K-A-R-N. And I have been puzzled. I've been puzzled by uh, people who are looking forward to voting to reelect Donald Trump just as much as I am, November 3rd of 2020. People who are furious with Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and this, uh, the impeachment smearing that's been going on. Let's call it that instead of impeachment hearing. But, but, are thinking that the IG report is going to be a big nothing burger when it comes out Monday, um, uh, December 9th, and, uh, and, and, yeah, and Barr and Durham might not even indict anybody important. And, and that's why I've been trying to make the case here on the Mark Levin Show um, by playing you evidence of CNN guys that are all freaking out about it. And and of Donald Trump on Fox and Friends last um, last Friday saying this is going to be historic, not not just the Barr and Durham investigation, the IG report itself is going to be historic, and and this went all the way to the West Wing of the Obama White House. It doesn't sound like President Trump is trying to tamp down our expectations. Now, why is that? All right, the number to call is eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. We have a full bank of callers, so let's start grabbing a few. I'll tell you what, let's go with uh, Fred in Valdosta, Georgia. Fred, you're on the, the uh, Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. Your thoughts, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm, you know, retired military myself. I've been through plenty of IG inspections. And this, uh, the fact that this report was the one thing that was leaked, uh, you know, and there's a lawyer, FBI lawyer, supposedly, that doctored some paperwork. Yeah. Um, you know, and now they got, you know, all the mainstream media all ginned up, you know, with this thing. It just, it just, you know, it just smells to me. And uh, basically, IG people, they're, they're paperwork people. And of course, you're going to find all kinds of, you know, issues with paperwork and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, uh, and of course, there's, there's more behind it. But what smells to me is now that that's the one thing that's been leaked. And the media now is, you know, getting all ginned up about it. It right. sounds like this is going to be, as always, uh, as far as IG report goes, you know, sort of a way out for the, the real corruptors. And I know the meat and potatoes is going to be Barr and Durham. Sure, but, sure. You know, but let me let me ask you something. To- uh, I'm sorry, Fred, Fred, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I had to interrupt you because we're going to run out of time if I don't. And first of all, I appreciate your service. But let me ask you something. Um, you know, two, three months ago when um, – uh, I.G. Horowitz came out on his report on Comey 
Jim Comey. At the time, he referred Comey for prosecution, and the DOJ said, we have decided not to indict Comey on this charge at this time. And it made me wonder, okay, well, are you waiting to roll this charge up into a bunch of other charges in a few months? I mean, but but you you think Barr and Durham might actually come up with something, but, but not so much Horowitz? Well, it's not that. I think they're going to come up with something, but it's, it's the way that this was the one thing that was leaked, and now everybody's getting ginned up on an IG, which is basically are all the you know I's dotted and the T's crosses, what yeah. these people basically are. And Comey made a comment, I believe it was in an interview with Brett Baer a while back, okay. saying that uh, um, you know he was, you know, and I, it escapes me now, you know, uh, but... Well, the comment I remember Comey making to Brett Bear is that, um, uh, as far as he's concerned, he had no knowledge of uh, the Clinton campaign and the DNC um, funding the uh, the Steele dossier. And Brett Bear was just flabbergasted. He's like, "Wait, you're not denying this, are you?" So that was. Uh, uh, forgive me if I, you know, don't don't uh, uh, give a lot of credibility uh, or benefit of the doubt to Comey. I mean, I'm sure you don't either. What's that? I, I'm sure you you don't uh, give Comey the benefit of the doubt that he is a a, a man of of honesty and integrity. <laughs> well, you know, it, it just sounds like that. You know, basically a little bit I know, but it just smells that this is the one thing that's been leaked out of all. Yeah. Well, and again, I think it was leaked by the 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 suspect and or his attorneys. You know, I, I don't think a Brennan's going to leak anything, but I bet he'll be in it. Fred, we got to run to it, but I appreciate your service, sir, and, and happy Thanksgiving. Um, if I can get a veteran, a, a, a guy like Fred who served his country honorably, chuckling the, uh, on Thanksgiving Eve. I feel like maybe I've accomplished something here. Uh, I'm Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. The number to call to get on with us, 877-381-3811. The Mark Levin Show continues. All right. Um, we have been presenting, I think, a lot of evidence that maybe when the Inspector General, Michael Horowitz's report on FISA gate, Russia collusion hoax, whatever you want to call it, comes out on Monday, December 9th, maybe a lot of these conservative pundits are wrong. Maybe it won't be a nothing burger. Maybe, and I know I'm going way out of the limb here, but maybe President Trump was correct when he said it's going to be historic. Now, why would he be saying that and all these, I'm not talking about never Trumpers. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, the, 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 the weekly standard crowd. I'm not talking about uh, uh, Republicans in name only. I'm talking about people who are dyed in the wool, true blue Trump supporters going, eh, nah, it's not going to, nah, nah, nah. Well, the president says it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, but um, the unnamed sources in there, CNN, New York Times, eh, no, nah, it's not going to be. <laughs> really? The president says it's going to be a big deal. Rudy Giuliani says it's going to be a big deal. Joe DeGeneva, uh, one of our favorite former U.S. attorneys, they all say it's going to be a big deal. But for some reason, you're like, nah, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to take some calls on this. Oh, and by the way, by the way, at the top of the next hour, I have a crime story out of Arkansas 
that you may have heard of. And uh, if you uh, <laughs> if you know an enterprising young attorney, criminal defense kind of attorney, who might want to make a name for himself, you 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 want to tell him to be listening in at the top of the next hour. I'll just I, I'll just say that I'll just say that that is coming up at the top of the next hour. But let's grab some phone calls here uh, at eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. I want to know, A, do you believe that conservative pundits who are basing everything on unnamed sources from CNN and New York Times that um, the IG report is going to be a nothing burger and, and, and Barr and Durham might not even indict anybody serious? Or do you believe the president, Rudy Giuliani, William Barr, Matthew Whitaker, Joe DeGeneva, that no, this is a big deal and some serious stuff is coming down? 877-381-3811. Um, let's go with, uh, Jimmy in Brooklyn, Jimmy, you're on the Mark Levin show with Doc Washburn filling in. What, what do you think, sir? Well, I tend to be a pessimist and I think perhaps Trump might be an optimist, but I do hope that the report comes out. It's totally honest and accurate Yeah. because I really believe that there were crimes and lies and corruption at the FBI and justice department. Now there's a problem with that, even though that's what I want to happen. Hundreds of cases, maybe thousands of cases and convictions will get re-looked at and or overturned because anybody who is convicted through any of the work of these people from Mm. the FBI Justice Department, they all would be able to get their cases reopened because once you prove somebody lies here or there and you prove it, everything going back has to be re-looked at. So these people made a total mess of everything. Now, being that I'm a pessimist, let me add the big picture here. We are under severe threat from Red China and Russia. They have super high-tech weapons that supposedly could knock out our aircraft carriers. You have North Korea and Iran working on nukes and missiles. You have radical Islam. The drug cartels are killing us. And you have this socialist-slash-communist movement in America where half the people would vote for socialist or communist. And as all that's going on, U.S. intelligence is trying to topple our president. Sounds like a very successful major KGB operation. Wow. Well, you know, um, John Brennan voted for uh, the communists for president uh, years ago. Right, on America's um, 200th birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you John, might, but, but you made a point there, Jimmy, that I had not thought about, about if, if some of these guys go to jail, whether it's uh, uh, Comey, Strzok, Page, McCabe, whoever, and you've got... You know, um, people who have gone to jail because of work that that they might have uh, their hands might have touched at some point. Uh, do a bunch of cases get reopened? I, you know, I haven't heard anybody bring that up, but that's uh, that sounds like a serious concern. Are are you uh, in the law yourself? Are are you a, an attorney? I used to be a criminal. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, no, but a, <laughs> but a, a, a defense attorney would yeah. love cases like this just for the intellectual. Uh, stimulation and argument plus the amount of money that could be made but i was gonna say does, i was gonna say when you said for the intellectual stimulation i was gonna say uh not to mention uh <laughs> billable hours <laughs> listen these other people have communist connections too bill clinton visited the soviet union during the cold war he stayed at the home of the people who founded the communist party in czechoslovakia wow hillary clinton worked for a communist party law firm the true halves 
and she uh, did her pro Saul Alinsky thesis in college. She was a big Alinsky fan, yeah. Comey has communist uh, connections in his college days. Maybe she saw one big coincidence. Wow, wow, wow. See, I didn't realize that about Comey. But, you know, it'll be interesting to to see. And and I appreciate your call, Jimmy. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, But obviously, obviously, Barr and Durham are very much aware, and President Trump and his uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff are very much aware about the threats to our national security. Um, Once again... Remember, John Durham uh, has a track record of taking down corrupt government officials. Uh, that, he eats, eats that kind of stuff for breakfast. All right. Um, once again, three eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one. Let's grab uh, another caller, uh, Charlie in Tipton, Iowa. You're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What do you think, sir? Yes, sir. Well, I find my unwavering support for Trump and my healthy skepticism about what's going to come of these reports is not mutually exclusive to one another. Good. Okay. So what I'm saying is this. You realize that Brennan still has his top security clearance, even though Trump decided to take it away. Nothing came of that. There is an entrenched deep state, whatever you want to call it, is there. Yeah. Yeah. And one report, no matter how hard it comes down, is not going to take it out. We're talking generational, and everything hinges on our reelection of Trump. Oh yeah, one no, no question. Now, now let me let me ask you, and I'll, I'll let you get the one more thing. Um, one report's not going to take it all out. I mean, in the sense that Michael Horowitz can't indict anybody; he can refer people for indictment, and then Barr's got to decide what to do. And he actually referred Comey for indictment two or three months ago when he did the report on him. And the DOJ said, we are choosing not to uh, prosecute Comey for this charge at this time. But anyway, I'm sorry, you, you got another point. Go, go ahead, Charlie. I ask a rhetorical question. Have we okay. become too civilized to save ourselves from slavery? Because we are on the knife edge right now stray but a little and we fail wow wow now now what do you mean by and by the way are you tipton iowa or tipton georgia tifton georgia iowa 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 okay all right i didn't know i was misreading it so what what do you mean uh are we too civil to save ourselves from slavery because that's an interesting question over in hong kong there are the, the people are rioting for for uh freedom And we have got a kangaroo court doing everything in their possible power to take out a duly elected president. Yeah. Where are we? And what I say is this, and here's what I've made myself a solemn promise to do. If they attempt to remove him, I'm going to Washington. I may not come back alive, but I'm going. I've never rioted before in my life. Yeah. Well, I'm not a crazed, uh, you know, what do you call militia, man? Yeah, you're not a a vigilante uh, by nature. And uh, and I I appreciate your call, Charlie. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. But see, here's the thing. They're not going to be able to take him out because first they would have to vote to impeach him in the House. And it's an open question whether that's going to happen. And then they have to go to the Senate. And I got to tell you something. I listened closely 
to when Nancy Pelosi announced a little while back, uh, well, we're, we're going to be opening uh, an official uh, impeachment inquiry. Uh, we hate we have to uh, come to this place. But, uh, and the first question she got after she stopped talking was a female reporter, mainstream media, probably just as liberal as, uh, as Nancy Pelosi, but she said, Madam Speaker, the, uh, a president has never been convicted in a Senate trial on impeachment. If you impeach President Trump, he goes to the Senate, they have the trial, and he's not convicted. What have you accomplished? And Pelosi's response was kind of like, <laughs> as she ran away. You got to understand something. You know, when you t- want to talk about, well, gee, I would do this, that, or the other thing if they try to uh, take uh, President Trump out. They've been trying now since he got elected. Okay? First of all, uh, they tried to keep him from being elected. They rigged it, and he won anyway by the grace of God. And then during the transition, they tried to take him out between Election Day, November 2016, and... um Inauguration Day, January 20th, 2017, they tried to do everything they could to weaken him and take him out then. And, um, you know, John Durham, a few months ago, got the approval from Attorney General William Barr. He was investigating what happened from the start of the Russiagate spygate thing to Inauguration Day. He got Barr's approval to extend his criminal investigation all the way until I think it was May of 2017 when, when, uh, when Mueller was uh, um, selected as special counsel. So they were trying, you know, look, the, the attorney, uh, Mark Zaid, or Zaid as the case may be, the, the attorney for the so-called whistleblower, uh, 10 days after Trump was inaugurated, said on Twitter, the coup has begun, it will lead to an impeachment, and CNN's probably going to help us, and we're going to make sure he doesn't serve out his first term. Okay, so they've been trying this all this time. But when you get down to brass tacks, what has to happen to legally take this president out of office is something that's never going to happen. First, they have to impeach him in the House, and I think Pelosi is hesitant to do that. I don't know. She might. But if she does that, then she and Schiff and Jerry Nadler and everybody, the Democrats, lose all the control of the process because it goes to the Senate where Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are firmly in control. And then the trial, you have to get 67 of the 100 senators to vote to convict him to take him out of office. And that's never happened before. There are 47 Democrats or people who caucus with the Democrats. A couple of guys call themselves independents, but they're Democrats you got to get 20 of the Republican senators to vote with the Democrats to convict him. They're not going to take him out of office. They're just not going to. Anyway, I, I hope that is, is some comfort for you. Um, but, but I share the same concern that you have about this coup attempt that is ongoing. And um, <clears throat> I, like I say, I, I'm just delighted when people like Wolf Blitzer and Evan Perez and Preet Bharara on CNN are sweating bullets because they know. We've just seen the tip of the iceberg. More of your calls coming up at 877-381-3811. Doc Washburn filling in for the great one. The Mark Levin Show continues. Mark Levin.
Doc Washburn filling in for the Mark Levin Show. I'm on uh, Mark's affiliates in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, K-A-R-N. I'm just looking at this. This is so funny. The New York Times comes out late this afternoon with a story. Russia inquiry review is expected to undercut Trump claim of FBI spying. The FBI never tried to place undercover agents or informants inside the Trump campaign. A highly anticipated Inspector General's report is expected to find. Well, I mean, Trump didn't say they did. Place undercover agents or informants inside the Trump campaign? So Eli Lake over Bloomberg opinion, and please, please, please don't anybody tell Mayor Mike that Eli Lake said this. But he said the FBI never tried to place informants inside the Trump campaign. They only ran informants to solicit information from people who worked for the campaign. Is it just me or does this seem like a distinction without a difference? Well, no, it's not you. It's not just you, Eli Lake. It's the rest of us, too. And this is a distinction without a difference. Uh, The New York Times learned well from the Clintons back in the 90s, how to parse words. Well, it depends upon what the meaning of the word is, is you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, I, but I joke because uh, Eli Lake, of course, uh, over Bloomberg opinion, and uh, Bloomberg laid down the law the other day that now that he's running for president, uh, you know, Bloomberg, um, you know, the, the, the great media complex will not investigate him or any other Democrat candidates. All right, let me, uh, let me try to squeeze a, a call in here um, before, uh, before we run out of time. Uh, Doug in Wortham, Texas. Doug, you're on the uh, Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. Uh, what do you think, sir? Hey, yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Washburn. Uh, Thank you, sir. Happy Thanksgiving. You were talking earlier about the, the you know, the report coming up on December the month. And, yes, sir. Uh, the IG report, yeah. Michael Horowitz. Yes, yeah. sir. Well, uh, I do think there's, there's going to be a lot of things in it. It's just uh, the thing that I'm worried about is the statute of limitations on uh, the crimes that were committed. Ah. You know, some some of the felonies have three-year statute of limitations. Some of them have five. Uh, if it's misdemeanors, you're looking at about two years. And uh, so a lot of the well, I wonder, and that's a good point, Doug, but I wonder if, uh, if Rico makes it, uh, um, would, 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 would make it different, would, would extend the statute of limitations because we're talking about here, uh, quite a conspiracy, uh, to take down a sitting president of the United States and the RICO Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. I, I, I'm thinking, I'm hoping I'm not an attorney. Uh, but I'm hoping that would maybe extend some of those statutes limitations. And, uh, Democrats are going to do everything they can to take him out because they know that, you know, uh, another Supreme Court justice is, is, you know, there's a possibility in the next five years that uh, there'll be another one. Yeah, real, real good possibility. Doug, I appreciate your call and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Um, coming up. At the top of the next hour, uh, and we'll still take your calls on the IG report and 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 Barr and Durham. But coming up at the top of the next hour, I have a very unusual uh, murder case out of Arkansas that you're just going to find hard to believe. But it's something that an enterprising young attorney might want to take a crack at. That's coming up in just a few. Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, the Mark Levin Show. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. 
is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hey, it's Doc Washburn filling in for the great one. Mark Levin, I am from Mark's affiliate in Little Rock, Arkansas. Little thing we like to call News Radio 102.9 KRN, uh, but delighted to be uh, filling in for Mark, my buddy from Sea to Shining Sea on the uh, the night before Thanksgiving. Uh, before we get back to talking more about the upcoming IG report uh, and the recent impeachment inquiry smearings, um, I've got a crazy murder story out of Arkansas. This is a true crime story. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if someday it's, it winds up on that Discovery ID channel. My wife watches that all the time. Um, ABC News has a new story out about it on their on their website this afternoon. And um, they did about a three-minute hit on it on Good Morning America a couple of months ago. And it involves the murder of a former Arkansas state senator who was... Uh, uh, Widely uh, admired and beloved. Um, her name was uh, Linda Collins Smith. Uh, she was married to a judge named Phil Smith. They went through a very contentious and bitter divorce a little while back. Uh, Linda Collins Smith was uh, uh, the, the, the kind of legislator who was very interested in um, child protective services issues and trying to hold them accountable. Uh, because in Arkansas, as in, I guess, just about every state in the Union, a lot of times, sometimes, children get taken away from families they shouldn't be taken away from, uh, from parents who aren't even charged with any kind of crime. So anyway, um, we were all, and, you know, I met her a few times. I interviewed her on my local radio show in, uh, in Little Rock, Arkansas, two or three times. Um, but we were all stunned when she turned up murdered in early June of this year. She was missing for a week, um, and her son and her father uh, found her body outside of her home, and we're just all shocked. And um, the Arkansas State Police and the the County Sheriff's Department, uh, right off the bat, announced that her ex-husband, the former judge, who'd just gone through the contentious divorce, was definitely not a suspect. Um, but for some reason they wanted his computer and nobody could figure that out. And the, uh, the prosecutor, um, the prosecutor there in Randolph County, Arkansas, um, got the judge to issue a gag order on the case before the body was even identified because it took a couple of days. It was pretty decomposed and, um, before there's any murder suspect. And so, I, you know, I thought that was kind of unusual. I'm not an attorney, not the son of an attorney. Didn't even stay at Holiday Inn Express last night. But I got uh, our, our local legal expert, a guy named Robert Steinbuck, who was the, the only conservative law professor from the William H. Bowen School of Law at UA Little Rock to come on my show with me. And he said, well, that's, that's not legal. And I said, well, what, what do you mean it's not legal? It's a gag order from a judge. He's like, well, yeah, but when a judge issues a gag order, there has to be some kind of a case going on. You know, it, it, you know, it, it's not like, you know, there's a prosecutor at one table and there's a defense attorney for somebody else at the other table because there's, there's there's no defendant. Oh, OK. Well, that's weird. 
And, you know, it, it came out that every judge in that county had recused himself when Linda Collins was going through the divorce with her ex-husband, the recently former judge. Um, but nobody recused himself in the murder investigation. Oh, okay. Even though her ex had been a judge in that county for years and years and years. And so before too long, they arrested her best friend, um, a lady that uh, everybody, nobody I've talked to who knew this state senator thought the, uh, the best friend had any motive and wasn't the kind of person who was going to kill somebody, et cetera, et cetera. And now ABC News has a, uh, a column out about this this afternoon. And it's called More Questions Than Answers in Case of Rebecca O'Donnell, Who Allegedly Killed a Former Arkansas State Senator. And so I'm, I was looking at this right before I came on the air for Mark today. Um, and nobody's ever heard about what has just happened in this case. Even, even people in law enforcement, attorneys, everybody's scratching their head. Because now the, the murder defendant, and nobody I, I know thinks she actually did it. She has been put on what they call investigative segregation. And what that means is she's not allowed to talk to anybody other than her public defender and jail employees. Not allowed to talk to her family. We're going to, into the holidays here. Now, ordinarily, ordinarily, um, police, law enforcement, and uh, prosecutors want a murder defendant in prison in jail to be talking to loved ones on the phone because they're recording the phone calls and uh, you know maybe they'll say something incriminating you know what i'm saying look we've, we've all watched the crime shows right so everybody's like what in the world and her uh, public defender has no comment nobody has any comment except that the sheriff is saying that the arkansas state police uh, said to do this. And the Arkansas State Police is saying, nope, we have no, no, that's the sheriff's deal. So the sheriff and the, and the state police are pointing the finger at each other. And the ACLU is saying it's an outrage and the public defender is not saying anything. Um, so I don't, I mean, it just, okay, he, uh, let me just give you the quote from Holly Dixon, Arkansas chapter of the ACLU who said that no police agency in her state has the right to interfere with the way an inmate's detention is handled. And she said any restrictions must be explained and have a legitimate basis, uh, you know, like infraction jailhouse rules, for instance. Um, here, here's the quote. Administrative segregation must be based on a correctional reason, whether it be safety of the inmate or other factors. Sheriffs are responsible for running and maintaining their jails. If there's not a court order dictating something, the state police has no role. Certainly, it's appropriate for a sheriff to listen to anyone having information, but by state statute, the sheriff has the duty and responsibility to provide for the housing circumstances of an inmate. Okay. So you got the sheriff saying, well, the state police said to do this. You got the state police saying, don't look at us. No, that's a sheriff's deal. And you got the public defender. Uh, no comment. Um, so anyway, I, I just say all that to say this. It just, the, the, the case stinks to high heaven. And, um, you know, you may have heard about it when it happened because it got national attention uh, back in June when Linda Collins Smith was found murdered. And one of the reasons it got national attention, what I hear from uh, some of the networks, is because Arkansas media seemed so uninterested in it. Um, but uh, I, I put the, the ABC News article up on my uh, 
my personal Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and Doc Washburn. But you know, it just it just looks like one of the cases that uh, you know if if you're a young enterprising attorney want to make a name for yourself, you might want to look into that because look, we all remember the Casey Anthony story, right? Um, of course, a lot of us thought that Casey Anthony actually killed her little girl. But you got a guy down there, an attorney down there in in Florida, South Florida, named Jose Baez, I guess Central Florida, who took the case pro bono and really made a name for himself uh, doing what people thought was the impossible, you know, getting the exoneration, not guilty on Casey Anthony in court. And when I look at a case like this, um, it's just one of the craziest things in the world, and I just thought I would throw that out there since I'm kind of familiar with the case from from being in Arkansas and the timing of this thing with ABC News, uh, Josh Margolin and uh, Kate Holland coming out with the uh, with a story this afternoon and putting it on their website like right before I came on the air with uh, uh, for Mark Levin. So anyway, uh, you know, if you're more interested in that, you can go to the ABC News website or you can go to Facebook and, and look up Doc Washburn. Um, and um, just like I say, a very, very intriguing case. Anyway, uh, that having been said, that having been said, um, I, I do want to get back to the case that I was making in the previous two hours, which is that it is mind-boggling to me that people who are looking forward to re-electing this president just as much as I am in November 3rd, 2020. Can't wait. Big fans, for some reason, don't believe what he is saying when he, when he says, because we played in an earlier hour, we, we played clips from President Trump with Fox and Friends Friday morning where he's like, this IG report's going to be historic. It's going to be a big deal. And people are like, nah, I don't believe it. No, nope. nothing is going to come from it. And um, some people are even saying, yeah, Barr, Durham, nah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I would like to really hear from you why you are a big fan of the president, but you think he's wrong that nothing's going to come from the IG report and that Barr and Durham might not even indict uh, folks responsible for the coup attempt because... In the audio that we played from President Trump on Fox and Friends, he was literally talking about his belief that the coup attempt went all the way to the top, all the way to the West Wing of the Obama White House. And when they, when Steve Ducey asked him, wait, you think President Obama himself was behind this? He was kind of cagey. He didn't give him a yes or a no, but he started talking about all the people in that he believes are involved, of course, none of whom would have been able to do it without President Obama's okay, right? I mean, I, I don't know. Do you remember uh, the text messages that came out between Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, the FBI lovers, that President Trump talks about frequently when he does his rallies in, in, in these big auditoriums? And they were talking about the fact that President Trump wants to know everything we're doing. And, and, you, and you do realize, right, that James Clapper former director of national intelligence under President Obama, twice recently on television, has said something to the effect of, well, I don't really understand why I would be under criminal investigation because uh, 
we got our marching orders from the, the President Obama. He just wanted to know if there was some kind of Russian collusion there with the Trump campaign. We were just doing what. And you, you hear this and you see the video and you're like, wait, is James Clapper throwing Barack Obama under the bus? What? What? Anyway, would love to hear your thoughts on the upcoming IG report, which uh, will be dropping Monday, December 9th. And the uh, William Barr and John Durham investigations. This is a very crucial time in our nation's history. 877-381-3811. Doc Washburn continuing filling in for the great one on the Mark Levin Show. Mark Levin. Mark Levin Show and Doc Washburn filling in. Doc Washburn. Who in the world is Doc Washburn? Uh, I do afternoon, the afternoon uh, local radio talk show. Uh, Mark's affiliate, a little thing we call News Radio 102.9 KARN uh, in Little Rock, Arkansas. And he's uh, just delighted to be filling in for my buddy, the great one, Mark Levin, uh, once again. And what we're looking at here, because it is such a huge story, is the fact that the Inspector General of the Justice Department, Michael Horowitz, is coming out with a huge report. I think Joe DeGeneva, former U.S. attorney, said it's going to be the size of a phone book. And it is dropping on Monday, December 9th. Senator Lindsey Graham broke that news on Sean Hannity's show the other day on, uh, on Fox. President Trump told um, Brian Kilmeade and Stephen Ducey, and, uh, and Ainsley Earhart, uh, last Friday morning, it's going to be historic. It's going to be a really big deal. But we have a lot of, not never-Trumpers now, Trump fans who are saying, no, it's not going to be a big deal. And uh, we, we do know, we do know that the guy that leaked the other day, uh, the, the FBI guy, that, uh, that he may be in a spot of trouble for uh, changing a document to get a, a FISA warrant to uh, spy on some Trump folks. Um, uh, apparently, he's in trouble because Michael Horowitz confronted him when he found out about it, and then the guy resigned from the FBI, and then Horowitz gave the information to John Durham so it can be part of his criminal investigation. So I, I, I don't understand the people who say, no, 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 Doc, it's not going to be a big deal. Uh, maybe you can explain it to me. Uh, let's grab a call. Andrew has been waiting patiently in Clinton, North Carolina. Andrew, you're on with Doc Washburn on the Mark Levin Show. What's up, brother? How you doing, Doc? First time I've spoken with you, and I want to say before I say anything else, I really appreciate everything you do. Well, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you very much. I, I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. Go right ahead. Oh, there you go. Um, anyway, the, the, the Durham report. Um, well, actually, the, the Dershowitz, Dershowitz in this case, Horowitz, Horowitz, Horowitz. I'm sorry. Yeah, I That's got right. his. I got Dershowitz on the mind today. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It happens to the best of us. Go, go right ahead before we but run anyway, out of time. Go ahead. Um, I do think that report's going to have a great deal in it. Okay. And I think it's going to be pretty damning when it comes out. I don't think it will be as big as uh, Trump says, of course, because everything with him is always the best or the worst. <laughs> um, <laughs> just to be honest. Okay. Uh, All right. I love, I love the guy, but he does kind of stretch the ends of everything. Um, what I really dread is that um, there's really nothing you can do with that report till it actually does get to Durham or gets to Barr. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, Horowitz can't indict anybody, but he can refer people for indictment. That's correct. And we've noticed a stretch on actually prosecuting anybody that's in, well, you can call it deep state, you can call it government, you can call it whatever else. It's all been put off. And and there doesn't seem to appear to be anything bad enough for them to go to the effort to actually prosecute anybody in any form. Well, I mean, they, they tried to take Trump down, and they broke a lot of laws to do it. And, and I would highly recommend uh, that you get a hold of a book by uh, Lee Smith. Um, Mark, um, Mark interviewed him the other day. And, I, I, gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of the book. I should know. I interviewed him also. Uh, but it's all about the, uh, the attempt to, to take Trump down. And he goes into great detail about the... The, the laws that were broken, the plot against the president. Um, he goes into great detail about the laws that were broken by people like Comey and Brennan. I, I, but I appreciate your call. I appreciate your call. Yeah. Um, the plot against the president. Um, Lee Smith, you, you, you got to get that book. All right. We're coming back with more calls at 877-381-3811. Doc Washburn from Little Rock filling in for the great one. The Mark Levin Show continues. Hey, Doc Washburn filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. I am on Mark's Affiliates in Little Rock, Arkansas. KARN, do the afternoon show there. Uh, before we go back to your calls at 877-381-3811, I need to mention to you two books that you really need to get. One of them is Mark Levin's latest book, Unfreedom of the Press. It is a groundbreaking, enlightening book that shows how the great tradition of the American free press has degenerated into a profession with no standards, a profession that has squandered the faith and trust of the American public, not through actions of government officials, but through its own abandonment of the integrity of reporting and objective journalism. If you just don't understand how in the world is the mainstream media, the fake news media, how is it that they have no uh, apparent self-awareness? This is a book you need to get on freedom of the press. Because, you know, the great Sun Tzu, um, in his book, The Art of War, said, you know, you're not going to defeat your, your enemy if you don't understand him. Well, the fake news media is our enemy. And, and Mark's book, which, of course, um, you know, number one New York Times bestseller, it drives them crazy. It drives the Times crazy that they have to put books like Mark Levin's on Freedom of the Press on there. Um, but he explains it. He explains it. Now, I can't believe, I, you know what? I was mentioning another author that Mark interviewed recently, and I interviewed him yesterday on my local show in Little Rock. I can't believe that I had a little brain fart there and couldn't say the name of Lee Smith's book. This is also very important. It's called The Plot Against the President. The true story of how Congressman Devin Nunes uncovered the biggest political scandal in U.S. history. And something about this book, I mean, I'm not like you. You're probably a normal person. I eat, breathe, sleep, and drink politics 24-7. I've been following Russia Gates, Spygate, FISA Gate, the coup attempt, whatever you want to call it. I've been following it very closely now for years. But when I picked up Lee Smith's book, I'm like, okay, wait. He's got a bunch of stuff in here 
I had no idea about. I mean, he's naming names. Comey, Brennan, a bunch of people. These are the laws these people broke. So, if you're impatient, as we all are, waiting for Michael Horowitz's report, the Inspector General's report, to come out December 9th, you may as well get Lee Smith's book, too, The Plot Against the President, because there's a lot of stuff in here that's going to be in there. I'm, I'm confident of that. I'm confident of that. All right. Anyway, uh, that having been said, I would uh, like to finally get some, uh, some more callers on here at 877-381-3811. I've just been trying to wrap myself around the idea that people who are like me, who can't wait to vote to reelect President Trump November 3rd, 2020, next year, don't believe what he's saying that this IG report is going to be historic and, you know, a lot of bad folks are going to be held accountable. Trump has said it. Rudy has said it. Rudy, as a matter of fact, Rudy said, uh, you know, several weeks ago to anybody who listen uh, on a number of different occasions, he said, we set the Ukraine trap and the Democrats walked right into it, walked right into it. So let's take some calls from some folks, 877-381-3811. Do you believe that the IG report coming out Monday, December 9th is going to be a big nothing burger? Uh, and, and, and do you believe that uh, William Barr and John Durham are deep state? Nobody's going to be held accountable because I kind of think it's not going to be a nothing burger. And I kind of think a lot of people are going to be held accountable. So let's grab some calls. Uh, let's go with a uh, Susan in Brooklyn. Susan, you're on the Mark Levin show, Doc Washburn filling in. What do you think? Hi, Doc, first of all, you sound great for the great one, but I've just been in New York since the 1980s and an observer, and just uh, beyond all this other deep state analyst, you know, in the 1980s, um, Donald Trump uh, took over the the woman skating rink fiasco yeah. um, in Central Park, which maybe people in the other part of the country don't know. But for six years, the city tried to get the um, ice rink to make ice or to be operable, and they spent $13 million. And then, Just couldn't get it done. Couldn't get it done, yeah, yeah. Couldn't get it done, and Donald Trump, you know, he's like, what the hell? So he, he takes it over, and in four months, and I don't know, maybe a few hundred thousand, even if that, there yeah. was ice. And I just want to say the quote that he said when the press asked him, you know, why the people had been unable to fix the rinks themselves. And this is his quote. They're very nice people, and I liked them very much, but they're all idiots. Okay, so (laughs) this is nothing new. This guy has, people just have to accept, he has unique abilities and talents that have now become powers. And um, if you, whatever you want to call it, uh, the, the the universe, the higher power, God is you know what is the hand of God is I believe guiding a lot of this, and I'm I, I'm very grateful that that He's where He is. Yeah, no, I am too, Susan, and great call and happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. you that that also. was fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, the the Wolman Rink. I I you know what I've only been to New York City a couple of times, but I'd heard the story, you know, about the the ice skating rink that the city just couldn't figure out how to do anything with. And Trump came in and said, well, let me give this a shot. But, uh, you know, Susan talks about the hand of God. And when I first came to Little Rock, Arkansas in 2014, never having seen it before, a lot of people 
had just this this defeatism, like Doc may as well face it. Hillary Clinton's going to be the next president. Nothing we can do about it. But then other people are like, oh, we are praying and just asking for God to have mercy on us because the people who knew her best, you know, um, disliked her the most. Let's put it that way. To be, you know, to be, be be a little bit diplomatic on a uh, Thanksgiving eve, eve evening. Um, but a lot of people so thankful when Donald Trump uh, beat her. Uh, election Day, November 2016. Uh, frankly, on my local show, the next day I played Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead three times. Um, but and, and a lot of people say, you know, not not just that we dodged a bullet, but we're thankful that God spared us from a President Hillary Clinton. How will we have come back from that after eight years of Barack Obama? All right, um, 877-381-3811. I think the IG report is not going to be a nothing burger. I think people are going to go to jail. Not not the Inspector General Michael Horowitz can indict anybody, but he refers people for indictment to Attorney General William Barr. And I think this is going to be a bigger deal. And President Trump has kind of been signaling this. You're going to you're going to you're going to see things, you're going to find out things that you just won't even imagine. And and I believe him. All right, uh, let's grab another call at 877-381-3811. David in Sherman, Texas. David, you're on the Mark Levin Show with Doc Washburn filling in. What do you think, sir? Hi, Doc. Um, I can't believe that I got snookered again uh, from these fake news leaks on the IG report. And I believed it for a minute or so. My mouth dropped, my jaw dropped, and I thought, Oh, my God, because they presented it like it was fact on CBS. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> well, you know, as far as being snookered, it happens to the best of us, brother, you know. And, and you know, I normally don't believe hardly anything I, I hear on the media anymore, but uh, this one got me, and I thought, oh, wait a minute, uh-uh, it can't be. Cause, and now, thank you for doing the extra research uh, and presenting some more uh, evidence like the CNN interview of, of Wolf Blitzer, because, uh, I mean, I believe that Tr- President Trump knows a lot more than we know about this, and so I'm going oh, to yeah. trust what he has to say about it, and uh, I think it is going to be a blockbuster. Well, you know, the the funny thing, too, David, is you got New York Times dropping a story shortly before we went on the air this afternoon saying the IG report is going to prove uh, Trump wrong because it turns out the FBI did not try to embed or implant any agents inside the Trump campaign. And even Eli Lake over at Bloomberg said, well, no, they were spying on him, but they weren't trying to become, you know, they were trying to you know, get into the Trump campaign. So it's kind of a distinction without a difference there. The, the New York Times is denying something that nobody said, but but the New York Times on Inauguration Day 2017 front page had a story that said wiretapped data used in inquiry of Trump aides. A lot of times, whether it's the New York Times or Politico, whoever it is, they don't even remember what they reported two or three years earlier. They it's ridiculous. Them. They contradict themselves. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, really, it's only it's 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 really only the news fit to uh, put in your birdcage, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, very good, David. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. Thank you very much. What for people outside New York City? And I'm outside New York City. The, the joke there that that he was referring to, the uh, New York Times for many many years has uh, had the the slogan on the front page: "All the news that's fit to print." 
And uh, back in the day when Rolling Stone magazine got started a little over 50 years ago, they kind of made fun of that and they just put all the news that fits, um, which sometimes seems like it would be more appropriate for a, for the fake news New York Times. All right, uh, more of your calls coming up at 877-381-3811. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to fuss at anybody. If you think the IG report's not going to be a big deal, if you think Barr and, and Durham aren't going aren't to actually indict any big names, um, you know, I, I'm not upset with you, but I'm trying to hold out some hope because I, <laughs> I think the president has been trying to signal and, and, and close people close to the president, like Rudy Giuliani and, and, uh, and, and Joe DeGeneva, and uh, William Barr, and even Matthew Whitaker. Don't forget Whitaker, the the bald fellow, the the young bald fellow who comes on um, uh, Fox from time to time. He was the acting attorney general between Jeff Sessions and William Barr. And all these people are saying, actually, this is going to be a big deal. Trust me, it is going to be a big deal. So the thing that uh, that that kind of um, I find curious, that puzzles me. Is people who are big fans of this president, looking forward to re-electing him, but don't believe it's going to be a big deal, even though he keeps on using words. He, he keeps using words like treason. You know, this went all the way to the top. People have to be held accountable. You remember, he, he's been saying, we got to make sure this never happens to another president again. And I'm like, okay, well, that sounds kind of like it's going to be a big deal. And, and don't forget, and this is key, when the Inspector General Horowitz's report came out uh, a few months ago about Comey. And they actually, Horowitz, you may say he's deep state, but Horowitz referred Comey to the Justice Department for prosecution. And the Justice Department said, we are not choosing to indict former FBI Director Comey for this charge at this time. And so a lot of people, a lot of conservatives now, big Trump fans, oh, Comey's walking. I knew it. Nobody ever gets held accountable. But some others of us were saying, okay, wait. So are they waiting for other things to come out and then they'll roll this charge into the other stuff? You know, why, why charge a guy for jaywalking if you can get him for murder? That, no, guys, guys, that's an analogy. It's, it's an analogy. All right, uh, the Mark Levin Show continues. Uh, the number to call to talk is 877-381-3811. I'm Doc Washburn, filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. Mark Levin. It's the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn from Mark Levin's affiliate in Little Rock, Arkansas. KARN filling in for the great one and delighted to be here filling in for my buddy from Sea to Shining Sea on Thanksgiving Eve. Um, the other night on Sean Hannity's show on Fox, U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican South Carolina, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, announced, oh, by the way, Sean, the uh, IG report on the FISA court abuses and who knows what else. Uh, by Inspector General Michael Horowitz, the big one we've all been waiting for. 500 pages, maybe even 1,000 pages. Anyway, Lindsey Graham announces it's going to drop Monday, December 9th, and then uh, Horowitz, the IG, is going to be answering our questions Wednesday, December the 11th. And President Trump and, and others in the know keep on signaling this is going to be a big deal. Uh, but 
CNN and New York Times, quoting their unnamed sources that told us for a couple of years that uh, Trump colluded with Russia, are saying, no, it's not going to be a big deal. And a lot of conservative pundits are like, oh, man, don't don't get your hopes up because it's not going to be a big deal. So what do you think? 877-381-3811. Let's take a call from Kent in Cape Coral, Florida, a beautiful place. Uh, Kent, you're on the Mark Levin Show. Doc Washburn filling in. What do you think? Good evening, sir. Um, yes. I believe basically it's going to be buried by the press. No matter what comes out, it won't be reported on. The only thing that's going to be reported on is the continuing effort to impeach our president. The report Horowitz is coming out with, I don't care what they say. It won't be reported on. It will not be picked up by anyone in our government to be prosecuted in any way, shape, or form. It's a nothing burger. And the only thing we're going to hear continually until the next election is how terrible Trump is. Okay, no I got I to ask you something about this, because you're talking about two different things. Um, will the mainstream media, the fake news media report it is, is one thing. Uh, will William Barr accept uh, referrals for indictment against Comey or Brennan or Clapper, whoever, is a different thing. I mean, if they start indicting people with names like that, I don't care if the media is reporting on it or not, but they would have to report it, right? Not really. I mean, it's up to him whether or not he'll do it. And that is a political thing, not just not just judicial. I mean, he has to take the political stance. He's going to try to, you know, put people up on trial that are political people. Yeah. That's a big risk for him. That's not just whether it's right or wrong. It's a political risk for him his life, his career, everything he's put on the line. I don't think he's going to have the guts to do it. Really? Okay. Yeah. So so you don't think William Barr... Uh, so uh, now, do you think that, that William Barr pulled a fast one on Trump when, when he was uh, interviewing for the job? Uh, do you think Trump is like, hey, you know, we need to get these guys who try to take me down to make sure it never happens to another president? And you think William Barr just said, oh, okay, sure, yeah, we'll do that. And then he's like, but we can't. Well, what happened to his first, uh, well, this guy Sessions, what happened to him? Same exact thing. Yeah, I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. A week later, he's gone. Uh, well, Sessions, and I appreciate your call, Kent. Se- Sessions lasted a lot longer than a week, and Sessions actually stopped the uh, a lot of the leaking. Sessions did a lot of stuff that people don't realize. A lot of stuff that people don't realize. And... Um, Trump is a lot sharper than people give him credit for and realizes that sometimes you have to have cover stories that go for quite a while because if your friends, forget your enemies, if your friends knew everything that was going on in criminal investigations and they started talking about it, then you screw up the criminal investigations. Sessions is the guy that appointed Huber to uh, investigate uh, Hillary and the Clinton Foundation and probably it's going to come out, even brought Durham in before we know about Durham. Sessions, history is going to look a lot kinder at Sessions than a lot of people realize. Doc Washburn, delighted to have filled in for the great one. Mark Levin uh, from Little Rock, Arkansas. Have a happy Thanksgiving. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.